From the advertising media capital of the world, New Milford, Connecticut, wherever that is. This is Mostly Automotive Marketing with Matt Wilson, a bi-weekly-ish podcast about all things automotive marketing. Now, here's your host, Matt Wilson. Welcome to Experiment Marketing, guys. This is Colin Paris Willow. Experiment Marketing is the podcast where we innovate, create, and of course, appreciate forward-thinking ways for marketers to generate new opportunities for business. As mentioned, Colin Carasquillo, the chief experiment marketer in charge, and I'm joined by my trusty co-host and mad experiment marketing scientist, Matt Wilson. How are you, Matt Wilson? Colin, thank you for having me on your podcast on my podcast, I think. Well, so experiment marketing is powered by mostly automotive marketing with Matt Wilson, which is another great podcast and outlet where you can learn a lot of information about automotive advertising, mostly. Right. Yeah, so Matt, Matt broadcasts uh, live on every Friday. So I highly advise you tune in and listen to his live shows. But this is Experiment Marketing. And uh, Matt, I have, I have a question for you. As an account director at an ad agency uh, with clients nationally, and I even believe in Canada now, do yes. you guys use Snapchat at all? Uh, we use Snapchat at all, any of our clients? I would say no, probably not. Well, let's hope that after today's episode of Experiment Marketing, which is entitled OSNAP, that that changes. So we're joined by Shane Dwyer, who's the head of U.S. Automotive at Snap. There he is. Hi, Shane. How are you today? Hey, guys. How are you? Thanks for having we're me on. We're doing well. Thank you. We know you're over in, uh, on, on the West Coast, Pacific time, so it's a little early over there, but we appreciate you hopping out of bed for this very exciting broadcast. Um, so without further ado, Shane, let's, let's get into it. Why don't you give us a little bit of background about yourself and then tell us what is Snap? Yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's, you know, a, a great intro. Thanks for having us on again. You know, I think Matt, my, my goal is to, to get your answer to, to be a little different, hopefully by the end of this. All right, uh, cool, cool. Before we kick off, isn't, isn't, uh, New Milford or Milford, Connecticut home of the Dan Patrick show as well. So it, it does feel like a, a hotbed for uh, for media and podcasting. So I'm 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 happy to be here with you guys. Um, yeah, my name's Shane Dwyer. I've been at Snapchat for coming up on four and a half years. I I lead our uh, our national uh, automotive business here domestically in, in the United States, and that has been a, a an interesting evolution over the last I would say couple years. Where when we first started, we were really you know building out monetization tools and products for the manufacturers and the OEMs and, and giving large brand opportunities for, you know, massive, you know, automakers to, to really talk to younger consumers and start to build that brand preference, right? Um, we have over the last 18 months verticalized our, our sales organization and in doing so and, and focusing specifically in automotive, we decided, look, we need to build out not only like our, our, our narrative, but really like our ad products and our, uh, our attribution and measurement solutions for the dealer side of the business so that we can give somebody who wants to spend $500, $1,000, $2,000 or whatnot to complement what they're already doing with, let's say, Facebook or Google or any other you know, platform um, to really target the, the, the younger millennial Gen Z audience that we do such a good job reaching to ultimately help drive sales amongst that audience. Because as you guys know, I mean, that 
that audience right now is is more important than ever before, representing you know around a third of all new car registrations, um, and that's just scaling upwards into the right as comparative to you know Gen X and, and baby boomers right now, um, specifically coming out of of COVID. So I'm, I'm sure we'll we'll dive into to more of that you know later. But yeah, there's a lot of exciting tools that we we've launched to help the dealer community simply and easily drive sales amongst their their footprints and their retail outlets. You know, Shane, I, I wanted to ask you about um, the perception that you probably get sometimes, which is, oh, Snapchat is used by young people, right? I think that's probably, now, I think Colin and I probably understand the value of it coming from the automotive side and the marketing side, but the general perception probably of maybe some of the advertising community is, oh, that's for kids, right? How do you guys, how do you guys battle that perception? Yeah, no, I mean, it's a, it's a great question. Um, and, and we do, I mean, that, that has specifically been probably one of the biggest challenges that we've dealt with is specifically in the automotive space. That's a, a more conservative business mm-hmm. um, versus some other categories that, that were, you know, really entrenched with um, you know what I say is that you know we, we we do an amazing job reaching all audiences snapchat has 238 million daily active users which is massive um, when you start to, to compare that to other platforms we have more adults over the age of 25 than Twitter reaches in the US every single day so there is just this massive scale that exists there that Matt to your to your point I think a lot of people don't know about because of the perception. Um, we do, I mean, an amazing job reaching 13 to 24 and 13 to 34 year olds. We we reach 75% of the 13 to 34 year olds in the United States. So that is a, an amazing opportunity, you know, to really help drive brand preference, sales, or, or whatever objective that any category advertiser is trying to to target. But we do have a, a, a large audience of, you know, north of 25 and even north of 35 um, year olds who were able to help, you know, advertisers talk to in an authentic way. So the, the perception I think that you're talking about is, is a perception that started several years back, but our audience has just continued to grow and scale up and older over the last, you know, I would say two to three years as the business has, has matured. You know what they say, all good things take time. So I think what you said, it's just that maturation. It's like a fine wine. It gets better with age. So with that, let's talk about that differentiated audience, though. So you're talking about, you know, the demographic factors of these users. Uh, is there something that's unique to the Snapchat audience, right? I mean, is there overlap between a lot of these different platforms? Explain that to us a little bit more. Yeah, that's a great question, Colin. The, the unduplicated story, I think, is like the best story for advertisers. So, you know, Matt, if I was coming in to talk to you, I'd say continue to do what you're doing because clearly it's working, I, I imagine, because um, you seem like a successful uh, uh, human being, you know, and, and I feel like <laughs> I feel like uh, I feel like, you know, the, the benefit here with Snapchat is adding an unduplicated sort of net new audience. Right. At the end of the day, if you're if you're if you're a dealer, you're just trying to reach new and market shoppers that you're you're not able to talk to on other platforms so when you start to look at our our app any unduplication story snapchat reaches you know about every single day you know 45 percent or so of our of our audience um isn't using facebook on a daily basis um you know similar to instagram and that continues to shoot northward when you start to compare to to youtube to tiktok to twitter so you know we're not just giving a, a 
a super engaged audience that uses the platform for north of 30 minutes a day that comes back and checks their Snapchat app over 30 times a day. Because what it is, is it's a communication tool, right? It's a, it's an application that you use to talk to your friends through pictures and videos, but also learn about the world through the lens of some of the world's most, you know, premium content providers like ESPN or NBC or the NFL or the NBA. Um, so there is a, a hyper engaged audience, but there's also a, a new audience that you're not able to target on some of the other platforms that I imagine a dealer group would already be working with. So that's absolutely fascinating. Now let's talk because what we like to do here on Expera Marketing is, is provide actionable insight and we like to provide direction, right? I mean, we want people, dealers, whoever's listening to find value in what we're, what we're preaching, right? What we're talking about. So with that, what type of content do dealers want to get in front of this unduplicated audience to get that audience to say, hey, I want to either consider uh, this brand or this dealership? Can you outline a couple ideas? Yeah, I mean, I'd say there's two different kind of avenues or swim lanes that, that we're seeing success within. One is, is a little bit probably lower hanging fruit, right, which is running advertising units we've got we've got a couple different video execution units one's called commercials which is a forced view six second um, so you're paying for a forced view you can run up to a 15 or a 30 you can even run a 60 if you'd like but you can target you know your your in-market shoppers within your region to start building brand preference um, the other ad unit is called a snap ad and a snap ad is is more of a direct response message um, advertising solution that enables you to to target a uh, specific in-market shopper and bid on getting them to perform an action on your site. So, you know, first and foremost, you start by just like any other ad, you know, solution that you're, you're working with. You, you you place a Snapchat pixel on your website, um, and then you would bid on driving key site conversions that matter for for the the business that you've built, right? Um, so I, those are two of the, I would say, lower hanging fruits. Um, commercials are gonna be more like buying TV, right? It's mm -hmm. a, it's a, it's TV built for mobile. I mean, that's what Snapchat is and, and the ad solution is, is going to provide you a cost per view of anywhere between one and two cents. It is very efficient. And then what we like to do is almost use that as a prospecting tool and then build audiences of people who have engaged with and, and reach in a reach and frequency manner and seen your ads and then target those users with a more direct response snap ad to get them to swipe up and perform an action on your site pending their in in market shopper. So those are two really simple solutions that um, that you can, you know, obviously work with, with a partner like AET on to help create and develop that type of content. Um, the good news is our, our system is really, you know, sort of um, simple and easy for a partner like like um, like them to, to sort of, you know, hook up to our API. Um, and AAT has been a great partner to date. Um, the other solution that we're just really starting to kind of, I would say like scratch the surface oh. is, <laughs> is augmented reality. So, I mean, augmented reality is, you know, is, you know, it's, it's something that it's a word and a term that we've been throwing around for forever. Right. The, the funny thing about Snapchat is we have augmented reality solutions at scale. You know, with over about 75% of our users engaging with augmented reality on a daily basis, 
uh, a, a dealer or an auto manufacturer or you know a t-shirt developer or a shoe manufacturer, Nike, whoever it is, has the ability to build an AR solution. Um, and if you look back two years ago, you had to run a lens, which is our AR, you know, sort of augmented reality, whether it's on your face or the outward facing camera. Um, you had to run it as a national roadblock. It was very expensive. It wasn't super efficient. The, 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 the barrier for entries were, were hard and you have to, you probably had to be like a, you know, fortune 100 type advertiser to afford that. Well, now we've given people the tools to, to build those, uh, themselves using our, um, using our lens studio and to run that as a targeted ad product. So you can build a car in 3d in Snapchat and target that to an in-market shopper within your, within your DMA that you're really specifically targeting. And ultimately you can get somebody to, to test drive or quote unquote, try on a car from the seat of their couch while they're watching, you know, an NBA game with fake fans. Right. So once you start to, to see that proliferate and then you, in an ideal world, we use that as a, as a shopping indicator, right? It's, you're not going to the, the dealer website to configure a car. You're actually configuring the car in Snapchat. You're, you're, you're changing the color. You're walking around, you're, you're changing the trim. You can sit inside. And then what we can do is we can pass that data off to, to then target with one of those more lower, you know, funnel snap ads to ideally encourage somebody to perform an action on your site. And at the end of the day, you know, prove that out to sales. So sorry for the long winded answer, but I'd say like video is more lower hanging fruit. And that's, I mean, that is where we're finding a, a ton of success and augmented reality is the future. And, you know, that's um, where I'm really excited to see the dealer group and, and the OEMs really pivot into. That's incredible. So, I mean, yes, you unpacked a lot, but I took my notes. I know you saw me with my paper here scribbling furiously. So I have a couple questions that I would like you to unpack a little bit further for us, if you don't mind. So you had mentioned Snapchat Pixel. So that's going to build confidence for dealers because in theory, a customer that's on the dealership website is already a little lower funnel, right? Mm -hmm. So the Snapchat Pixel is now taking that customer's information and it's finding them or matching them up on the Snapchat platform. So dealers rest assured that is not just a, you know, uh, what we used to say, the, the spray and pray approach. There obviously is a targeting to it. So let's talk a little bit more about targeting. So in terms of the Snapchat pixel, very, very valuable. Absolutely. What other filters can you put on top of that or what other audiences can you build leveraging the Snapchat platform? Because I, read a little bit, did a little research that you guys, and I think this sets you apart from a lot of the other competitors, you have a poke integration with your platform? Yeah, no, that's, you did your homework, Colin, and, and I appreciate you taking notes. It's, it feels good to see somebody taking notes. Sure. Um, hardcore, you know, uh, pencil and paper. So, you know, I think the, the differentiator is pretty clear to what you called out. We, we still have access to a lot of third-party audience segments within our, our ads manager system. Um, and again, you know, if you partner with a, a, you know, with an AET, they also have access to those, which is amazing. And, and we don't upcharge. So, you know, I think the, the, the Snapchat um, philosophy has always been, let's make sure to protect, you know, privacy. Let's make sure that, you know, our data protection, um, you know, uh, sort of monitoring is extremely stringent so that we didn't have to run away from third party data when, when some other providers had to. Um, so what we've done is um, we've still enabled a, a, a number of third party and market shopping segments that come 
from IHS. Um, we also have Nielsen segments. Um, so we have a lot of third-party segments that you can look to just simply go into ads manager, um, you know, and, and just look at what the addressable reach is for an in-market Toyota shopper or an in-market Honda shopper or an in-market Ford shopper or an in-market used sedan shopper or an, used, uh, an in-market new truck shopper, right? So we've got um, the ability to just go in and look at those audience sizes um, before you even spend a dollar and run advertising, which I think is great. So third-party data, uh, we also have first-party data where we're building our own audience segments that take a, a look at, you know, who are your friends on Snapchat? What's the type of content that you're consuming? Are you looking at automotive content? Um, and are you, you know, potentially an in-market shopper based on your behaviors, based on your, you know, location? Are you visiting dealerships, right? Um, and so we can start to build out our own modeling to then target our, our Snapchat lifestyle category targeting called SLCs. And then I would say thirdly, um, and maybe, maybe most importantly is, uh, a CRM audience segment. Right. So, you know, what we see a ton of success with is, is if you can upload your own CRM files, whether it's, you know, owners, whether it's people coming off of lease, whether it's people who are, you know, um, using your, um, your parts and services department, you know, and, 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 and you're trying to target a different, you know, parts and service message, right? So uploading CRM and then either, you know, using that as a, Com, you know, combination factor in top of our, you know, sort of third party data and, and Snapchat's data, or just using all those data sources, you know, separate and then sort of, you know, optimizing throughout is, is where we see a ton of success. So speaking of that, and thank you, that was, that was a great answer. Very eloquent answer. I wanted to ask, you had mentioned parts and service. And so it got me thinking, right. And definitely using the dealership's own first party data. Yeah. So with these paid campaigns and you got into great depth about what campaigns are available, right? I mean, you have uh, the, even augmented reality campaigns, which to me is, is mind blowing. Like Matt, I know you probably, this is me, my mind's blown. So with that, what type of campaigns should do exactly? Boom. I wish I had a, a background that could like shoot stuff out in the back of my head. I can probably help uh, you out. Glitter and rainbows and whatnot. You need that from Snapchat. Um, so what type of campaigns, though, should dealers run? I mean, is there a, uh, and just to put it into perspective for those listening, uh, branding campaign, uh, lease offer campaign, retention campaigns, what should dealers run? What has seen success, right? We want to guide dealers in the right direction. So if you could uh, speak to that a little bit more. Yeah, I, I think the again a simple way to start is just think about prospecting and retargeting. Um, you know, prospecting, going out and finding those net new shoppers that we talked about in the in the beginning of this conversation, who you're not communicating with or, or, or really able to speak to in an easy way on other platforms. So, you know, running, whether it's the six second force view commercial to build your brand, right. And to talk about your brand story, um, you know, whether it's an upcoming sales event or it's just more of a, an overarching brand message and then building, you know, uh, an audience and then retarget, you know, targeting those people who have, who have viewed those commercials uh, with snap ads in the whole goal of this, this prospecting campaign is to find, in market shoppers in your region and ultimately to get them to drive to your website. So right. once we get them to your website, which we can do really effectively and very efficiently, you can then build a retargeting pool 
and utilize that pool of, 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 you know, shoppers and retarget them specifically. And then I would also say add a layer of lookalike modeling on top of that for, for a second ad account and then retarget those people as well and, and try to push them down the funnel. I mean, it's, it's kind of like auto marketing 101, right? Like let's, let's find them when they're starting to think about shopping and when they're, when they're, whether their lease is up or whether they've, whatever trigger you've utilized to identify, okay, they're, they're ready to talk to. Um, and then ultimately continue to, to, to talk to them in a, in a more lower funnel way to get them to ideally, whether it's perform an action on your site, submit a lead. We've got, you know, some, some, you know, swipe to text or swipe to call type solutions to ultimately help drive more leads. Um, and then at the end of the day, like, you know, I think the proof is in the pudding. So either measure back to incrementality on foot traffic, which is hard right now in the middle of a global pandemic because foot traffic isn't as, you know, prominent as it used to be. Um, so I think at the end of the day, the biggest important fact, the most important factor is what, what are your, what do your monthly sales look like to this new audience? Um, and we're working on an offline conversion tooling solution where you'll be able to upload your, you know, monthly sales data and, and, you know, measure that and, you know, throw that attribution back to, did somebody see and engage with an ad on Snapchat? And did they buy a car? And that will be a really nice moment in time for us when we roll it out right now. You know, I, I'd encourage people while we don't have that to just utilize, you know, looking at sales volume to let's call it the you know under 34 year old or under 35 year old market who is more than likely going to be that new market that you're speaking to when you're when you're advertising on snapchat awesome that that attribution tool i mean there's two things that dealers uh want to know the most right and colin you're a dealer now right and i'm the agency side they want to know did it help me sell a car and then the number one question that i get from the agency side is oh that's cool how much is it going to cost me? Obviously, I know Colin, Colin probably thinking that right now. Well, geez, well, let's see. Because I used to, when I was a marketing director at a group, I used to picture my budget in my head during these types of discussions. And I'd be like, okay, well, we're going to come up with a thousand dollars. So I guess my question is, is obviously you can't answer like, well, what does a dealer need to start with budget wise? But how can a dealer start to think about, okay, how am I going to, where, where's the, where's the money going to come from? How much do I need to allocate? And you know, what am I going to get for it? How should a dealer start thinking about that? I mean, I think there's a couple, there's a couple things that, that can probably point people in the right direction here. One is starting to think about using our tooling just to look at like addressable reach comparative to the addressable reach that maybe you're, you're getting with, let's call it a Facebook or, or a YouTube or a Twitter or whoever else you're, you're working with. Right. So you can go, you can set up a, a business account in ads manager and Snapchat ads manager. It's going to be pretty familiar to what other self-serve buying tools look like. Um, and you can take a look at, drop a pin in your geo, right, in your zip code and open it up whatever, 20, 30, 40, 50 miles, whatever your radius is that you typically target. And then layer on our, our IHS data of a new market shopper and, and look at what that addressable reach is. And then I would say, what is the addressable reach comparatively on other platforms? And then you should be able to model out, you know, okay, we've got 40% the addressable reach to, to what another platform is. like that probably warrants 40%, you know, if we're going to really do a test, that warrants 40% of the budget. So I would say that is a, a nice start. There's another tool that we have that's called Foot Traffic Insights. So what you can do is you can actually upload your, your footprint, your dealership, um, uh, you know, whether it's lat Lounge or you're just your actual address, and you can start to track 
Snapchatters visitation um, trends at your actual retail outlet. So, you know, this is something that is in existence for for not just dealerships, but for any retailer that exists. So you can look at what's the age segmentation of the Snapchatters who are visiting my dealership. How often are they visiting my dealership? Um, what um, you know, sort of demo profiles are they? Right, like men, women. Like, is it eighteen to thirty-four? What's the thirty-five plus? Oh wow, like. 40% of or 30% of Snapchatters who are visiting my, my dealership are actually 35 plus. That's, that's interesting. And then you can start to, to build and model out your budgets, you know, kind of using what you think the, the reach opportunity is. But I'd say, you know, to your question, Matt, you know, you can, you know, get started for a hundred bucks, right? You can get started for a couple hundred bucks. You can, we've, we've seen some, some really strong results for, with dealers who have, you know, layered in a $500 buy on top of a, you know, $5,000 buy on, let's say Facebook. And, and all of a sudden they're like, whoa, there's, you know, 150% incrementality, you know, or 100, 150% growth in sales to, to adults 30 and under. So the, it, it differs depending on dealership and is it a dealer group and do you have bigger budgets? Or are you pulling from, from co-op? Um, so I, it's a hard question to answer, but you know, the good news is you can get started very cheaply uh, for not a lot out of pocket and, and find some pretty solid results. That's great. So I think with that, I mean, we've been talking about AET media. We just talked about a dealer that's done some great work with a, a lesser budget, but they got some bang for their buck as dealers like to hear. So I think Shane, with that, what we're going to do is, is thank you for your time. There are so many more things that I know I want to talk about. So I'm just going to put them out there because so my brain here, the head is big for a reason. There's a lot of things that are going on in this head. And so with that, I just wanted to, to ask you one question, and maybe we can connect offline. Maybe we can do this at another episode, which I think would be fascinating if you'd come back for us, um, which would be thinking about the foot traffic insights, okay? That, that's very reminiscent to me of uh, geofencing or geofarming. Are there capabilities where dealers can potentially, potentially geofence or geofarm areas where that desired target market would be and serve them, you know, a Snapchat ad while they're at an event or, or something like that? And obviously now COVID has thrown the whole world for a loop, so it's a little different. But that's one of the things I'm thinking. The other thing I'm going to say is you don't get unless you ask. So I'm going to ask you right now. Like I said before, my mind was blown when you were talking about augmented reality and those experiences that you can offer up. So I had said that Xperra Marketing, we innovate, now listen to this one, we create and we appreciate. So what I wanna do is I would ask you, Shane, if for us, my dealership group, we can work on creating one of those augmented reality experiences and then connect at a later date to say, hey, this is what this did, this is how much butt this ended up kicking. Is that a challenge that you'd be willing to accept? Let's do it. I mean, let's, one, thanks for having me. It's really yeah. nice to talk to you guys and I'd love to continue the conversation. Um, two, there's so much, I mean, again, we're, we're kind of just like scratching the surface over here. So it's a, it's a nascent business right now and I'm just, I'm so excited about the growth opportunity. Um, so yes, 100%, let's connect offline let's make this happen and let's let's talk about it in the trades and and let's make some noise together at the end of the day if we can prove out that that you you know uh, built some really cool ar tooling and you enable people in your market to to shop for uh you know a, 
a Jeep that, you know, is, is, you know, something that they were able to configure, look at the different, you know, wheel size, look at the different trims, you know, add the Rubicon level, whatever it is. Um, and ultimately that translated to sales. Like that's amazing. And, and let's win an award there. So hundred percent. Um, let's connect after this. It's not just me, it's us. So Shane, thank you so very much, everyone. This is Shane Dwyer, the head of us automotive at snap Inc making waves. You heard it here first, just the tip of the iceberg. Let's stay tuned to see what comes out of Snap. Thank you, Shane. Thank you, guys. Thanks, Shane. Thanks for coming on. Yeah, we appreciate it. Shane had mentioned uh, a tool, an agency that's been helping uh, or in partnership with Snap, at least, AET Media. And AET Media provides an all-in-one ad studio that will make your lives as advertisers on Snapchat really, really easy and i like really really easy so with that let's bring on jeff gonzalez he's the ceo and founder of aet media and he's joined by betsy brookshire who's the coo of aet media and can't forget their analytics guru (laughs) hey guys how are you all right we're hanging in there thanks for joining us today um i know we just unpacked so much information uh with shane and i know you guys have been working with shane for you know a long time now to essentially roll out your awesome product so why don't you tell those listening a little bit about yourselves and then what aet media and that all-in-one ad studio can do for dealers yeah absolutely uh first off thanks for having us um Basically, Betsy and I come from kind of the tier three advertising world, and we spent many years kind of in that in other, you know, traditional agencies. And uh, we kind of took a look at how agencies work and all the efficiencies and inefficiencies that happen and also the price points behind it. And we came up with our ad studio, which is basically a tool that allows, enables dealers to create um, ads at scale. And it's not just for Snapchat. It's also for Facebook display. Uh, we're going to be rolling out uh, website banners here uh, pretty quickly. But it, it, the, the studio basically takes in all of the creative assets for your brand, puts it all in one easy to use dashboard for you to then create um, ads in all of these different platforms and then push them out via API connections at some of the top optimized campaign levels so that you know what what Facebook would recommend, what Snapchat would recommend, basically taking that in-house agency, putting it in a SaaS-based platform, and then allowing dealers to take control of their own ads. That's that's great. And I think that's definitely something that's needed. And I know from conversations that Matt and I have had, you know, it could absolutely benefit dealers, right? So from our perspective, benefit a dealership to be able to produce at scale. But Matt, why don't you talk a little bit about how you see this actually working at agencies too? Yeah, I mean, from an agency standpoint, I think it could create some efficiencies in terms of uh, process, artwork, um, staffing wise, uh, you know, the number of people you have to have on hand, um, you know, you know, if you're working on social media graphics or display graphics or uh, homepage slides, which we do a ton of at our agency, obviously, especially for our web maintenance clients, you spend a lot of time with, uh, making graphics that for one platform that you have to put on another platform that you want to match. And it's a lot of, it's a matter of resizing and moving things around. And it's certainly, I feel like a process that could be 
simplified and could be beneficial to agencies uh, of all sizes, really small boutique agencies uh, to large agencies just to create efficiencies in general. So I would agree with that. Even on a dealer perspective, you know, there are dealers that like to do a lot of their marketing in-house. And yes, a lot do use agencies, but for the dealer that is more hands-on, that has a individual who they task with doing this, or maybe perhaps they're even doing it themselves. This is something, I mean, we've seen the platform. It's exceptionally easy to use, easy to navigate. I think the biggest thing is, and, and Jeff, I want you to speak to this, but for co-op purposes. Mm-hmm. So mentioned that basically all of the parameters from a lot of these different OEMs are followed. So uh, what about co-op? Can you speak to with with AET as well? Yeah, so we've built in guardrails for just about all the all the aspects when you think of co-op and compliance. Mm-hmm. Um, think of it like a bowling lane, right? You know, you, you put the bumpers down, you throw your ball down there, um, you know, you're going to hit some pins, right? That's what we wanted to accomplish with our side. Now, you can definitely throw that ball really hard to the left or the right and get over those guardrails. But the whole point was to really try to help dealers and put in all those extra pieces that an agency would spend a lot of time with when it comes to the, you know, just the creative aspect of it. Um, so we, we update all the, you know, sales event logos and we recommend uh, using those whenever, you know, um, building an ad that, that's going to be uh, compliant or co-op approved. Yeah. Um, but then the copy as well, everything's dynamic in our site. So you can change up everything, your trim lines, every. Uh, trim lines, models, and everything speaks to the copy and also bakes that information into the image so that it's it's built to be compliant. Um, and then we also, uh, in, in the tool as well, there's areas where you can download all of your pre-approval forms. And then we also work with a secondary tool that allows you to accelerate that co-op. It's called Co-op Accelerator. Um, allows a dealer to basically uh, utilize our API connections, and then download a quick report for their Facebook ads, their Snapchat ads, their Google ads, all in one nice little PDF that you can then submit and get those co-op funds back to you. You know, from the agency standpoint, anytime you mention simplifying co-op, like three people in the <laughs> office jump up and down. Oh, yeah, whatever you got to do, do it. <laughs> yeah, that's it's, it's a huge time-consuming part of, of a monthly, you know, what, what a dealership or an agency has to do on a monthly basis for their clients. And this tool really just simplifies it. Well, I think that that's fantastic. So speaking of simplification, and we've talked about actually leveraging AET, uh, your product with Snap. And yep. you know, I'm, I'm happy that you had also spoken to the fact that it's not just Snapchat that you can use this tool for, but um, I think we can tease Something that's very important. I don't know, Jeff, if you want to, you want to take that. I will, I will go through <laughs> saying it. So can we tease this and then yeah. maybe talk about, I mean, Betsy, that's why we have you analytics guru is to kind of talk about what, what we'll see in the future, but everyone, you heard it here first on Experiment Marketing. Don't forget. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we've, uh, we, we've recently uh, finished a case study with Snapchat um, and it's going to be one of the first tier three case studies that's come out utilizing a dealership out of the San Antonio, Austin area that um, they had never tried Snap before. And when we started, we, we kind of came to them and we said, hey, you know, let's try this and set aside a little bit of budget. And let's see what happens. 
And the results that we're seeing when dealerships are, you know, jump right into Snap are, are, are huge. I mean, Shane talked about it a little bit earlier, that 150% lift in a specific demographic. That's what we're seeing across the board. It's not just with this one case study that will be released uh, in the next week or two. Uh, but all the dealerships that are getting on and trying it, they're seeing that spike in that demographic of the under 34-year-old uh, car buyers. And it's and it's really interesting for us to see it, not just with this one, but all the dealerships. And, and Betsy can actually talk to, uh, a little bit more in, in detail about what we're seeing. Yeah, I, like to Jeff's point, it's completely across the board. So we're seeing that 150, 130%, um, the dealership that we're having the case study with, they've been open for less than a year, so we didn't have any year-over-year -year data. But for some of our other dealerships that have been open for a while, they're still seeing those 130% lifts year-over-year -year, um, in sales to the under 30 demo. And we're also looking at the percentage of sales. So typically that under 30 is a lower percentage of sale versus the over 30, but we're watching that grow. So like one dealer, they had 7% of their sales were under 30, and last month it was 25. So. Yeah, it's awesome. it's really cool to see, and it's to Jeff's point, completely across the board. So we're seeing some sort of lift, and for a very minimal, um, like I would say, under a thousand dollars of ad spend. And, and one thing that we want to point out with that, guys, is you know we don't want to take away from we, we don't we don't want to take away from any of these other platforms that people are running. We think Facebook's very effective. Google, all the other networks. But when you layer in the Snapchat side of it, you're really penetrating that younger market. And just devoting a small, you know, a, a percentage of your, your spin, you're now hitting these large demographics, you know, in all of their all of their different areas. If you think about social channels, they're all generational, right? Snapchat is younger, Facebook, Instagram skew or Facebook skews a little bit older. Instagram's kind of right in between all of that. So once you start connecting all these platforms together, you're really just hitting a wider range of folks out there. Yeah, I think that that's the most important part, you know, and, and kind of going back to what Shane uh, mentioned earlier on about the unduplicated audience. Exactly. So it's about complementing your other advertising avenues, right? Having this whole omni-channel approach. Just think of adding in Snapchat at this point because there is an audience out there that you normally wouldn't be reaching if you were just doing your standard, you know, Facebook advertising and Instagram, which we're not knocking. There's definitely a lot of value to that. Plus the AET platform, you can actually use it on those, those avenues as well. But um, I think that that's the biggest thing when you talk about room for growth, mm -hmm. that's we say, oh, snap, because there definitely is that, that opportunity there. So I know you said the case study is going to be coming out in, uh, you know, a couple, one or two weeks. Betsy, for you, I don't know if you can um, speak to what you guys saw in terms of the actual cost. I know you said these campaigns, it was under $1,000, but uh, maybe just percentage-wise or just say a lot less or a little less. <laughs> What was yeah. a, um, a cost per uh, thousand impressions or clicks or what, what you guys looked at? Yeah, so cost per click was pretty comparable to Facebook, but the impression costs, and we've seen this again pretty across the board, are about 60% cheaper um, than Facebook. And I, Shane touched on this too, but they actually have the Polk Automotive data baked into the CPM. So you're getting a really good value and you're reaching high value customers for a really low cost. Um, these guys in Texas, their CPM averaged under $3. Wow. That's, yeah. that's impressive. That's, that's very impressive. Um, 
So with that, where can we find more information about AET and what you guys do? I don't know if you want to get into uh, costs because once again, this is a very, very cost effective platform to utilize. So I mean, is that something you guys want to speak to or should people just go look you up, find you? Where can they find you? <laughs> yeah, so you can go to aetautomotive.com and all of our products and, and um, solutions are listed there on the homepage. And like you mentioned, the pricing is very competitive. Um, you know, we wanted to, when we looked at our, our platform at the very beginning, you know, we wanted to be competitive in price, um, but we also didn't want to, you know, downplay us too much, right? But we wanted to give those dealers, you know, especially some of the smaller dealerships out there that can't afford the large agencies. We wanted to give them the ability to kind of hop on and uh, under $300 a month, you can build and create your own ads at the, at the same powers and efficiencies that an agency would all within the platform. And um, the, the best part about it is we kind of price everything out in an a la carte option. So if you just wanted to do Snapchat, it's you know pretty, pretty darn cheap for you to get in there. But if you wanted to do Snapchat, Facebook, display, and all these other pieces, you just kind of layer things in there. And that whole point was to kind of help those dealers. Not everybody's gonna be using all of those platforms. So if you just wanted to do Facebook and Instagram, Put it in your or put it in the, your pricing model, and it, it'll be under five hundred dollars a month for you to kind of have that on a and have that power on a monthly basis. That's that's awesome, and you know what I love about what you said is that basically everyone deserves to advertise. You know, so even those smaller dealerships that are are squeezing every last bit of juice out of those pennies, those valuable pennies that they're spending, everyone deserves to advertise. And that's where your solution fits in. So with that, I want to thank both of you for being on the show today. Jeff and Betsy, go to aetautomotive.com to check out all of the products that those guys can offer to you. And at, we said a very competitive and effective rate. You can utilize it for Snapchat, Facebook, Twitter, etc. Thank you all. I appreciate you being on. And I'm sure we'll absolutely talk in the future because once again, not only are there big things coming for Snap, but I know there are massive things coming for AET. So thank you. Yeah, I appreciate it, guys. And we're going to send you over a coupon code for the site that you can use which anybody that signs up will actually get Snapchat free for a year if they oh. use the code. So it allows that dealer to get in and start using Snap. All they got to really do is do a, put a budget behind it and we'll offer up the platform for free um, along with the base, you know, if you do, you got to do the base package, but you layer in Snap and you can get that for free. That's what, that's Hell yeah. awesome. And you know what, you know what I say, Matt? What's I that? think you might know what I say. Do you know what I say? No. Your mind is, your head's going to explode. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I say if it's free, it's, it's for me. free. So Listen. I appreciate it, guys. Bef thank you. Bef yeah, take care, guys. Yeah, I, bye. I wanted to yeah. experiment with something before they left, but. What? what let's experiment with something real quick. Shane, I'm bringing Shane back in here real quick. Are we bringing them all in? Yeah. I want to experiment. Here we go. I want to do, an, ex I want to do an experiment. This is really going to be more for the people who are going to be watching this or watching this on video. But I would like to, Shane, before the, um, before the uh, interview here in the podcast started, was showing us some of their lenses that are available. Uh, and I was thinking maybe for the people who are watching on video, you could real quick uh, pull up some kind of uh, snap camera lens for us. and show. Oh, there we go. Now he's got the background that looks like he's on a tropical beach, which is beautiful. 
Which I mean, I, I can give you, I can give you whatever you want. You want a little Tiger King action? Let's see if I can pull that up. Yeah, there we go. Like I could, uh, I could probably turn it into a potato and hang out, <laughs> hang out down here, uh, or uh, or maybe I'll just become the, the old cosmic cat because the cosmic oh, yeah. cat just feels right for this conversation. <laughs> Hey, Colin, on your next intercompany call, your dealer group, I would, I want you, and I want proof, I want a screenshot on your next company call, I want you to be the cosmic cat, Colin, all right? Can you do that? Oh, man, I might not have a job, so I hope AET or Snap are hiring. We'll see. <laughs> all right, well, thank you, guys. I'll leave it, I'll leave it with, with Michael Scott in the background over here. Oh, that's awesome. That is so like great. It. Yeah. What I mean, talk about making waves that that brought a smile to my face. And listen, that's that's what it's all about here at Xperia Marketing. It's about pushing the envelope. It's about innovating, being creative and, of course, appreciating all of the amazing work that, you know, you as advertisers and, and our vendor partners and those different companies out there are doing. So let's give them a platform to talk about it. Matt, thank you once again for being my trusty co-host. You did an amazing job. Thank you. Hey, good job hosting. It's not easy, man. It looks easy, but it ain't easy. So good job. I always thought, you know, I said, wow, this guy, he does it so well. It's got to be easier than than what I think. And it's not. (laughs) And you're right. And so kudos to you. Thank you once again to Shane Dwyer, the head of U.S. Automotive at Snap. And uh, Jeff Gonzalez and Betsy Brookshire, Jeff, the CEO and founder at AET Media, and Betsy, the COO and analytics guru. That is this episode of Xperia Marketing. We hope you enjoyed it. Uh, Oh, snap, signing out. We'll see you at the next episode. Take care, everyone. Have a great day. Mostly Automotive Marketing with Matt Wilson is brought to you by... Wait, this guy has sponsors? Oh, never mind. This sheet of paper's blank. No sponsors. That makes more sense. For updates, info, future episodes, and more, follow on Twitter, subscribe on YouTube, like on Facebook, and connect on Frackle. You guys made that last one up. That's not even a thing, Frackle. Come on.